0: support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month, visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that
1: gives you a creative edge.
0: Amigos, the podcast about everything Amiga. Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network. Your home for quality retro podcasts, and now here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodekar Schaller. Hi, everybody! Welcome to Amigos. I'm John, and I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about Formula One
1: and its family, and its family. Formula One—that's just the F1 family. Because I think Formula One's a whole other game. Is it really? I'm not. I'm, there's a lot of F1. You type in F1, and it just it's not just. I was that, confused so. about that myself. Me too. But we, yeah. we get it all taken care. Of. Okay. I will alleviate all doubt. Okay, but before we get into that, um,
0: we have a, a little bit of feedback this week uh, in person amigos feedback which is rare i don't know what that means okay well let me tell you a story is there someone hidden in here that i don't see last night i had dinner with the president of the west virginia symphony
1: oh yeah yeah all right um, oh
0: man look at you we went over to uh pies and pints on capitol street i've heard good things about that place yeah and uh we had a great great time and we're talking about the symphony and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. Somehow we get talking about oh I'm talking about Patreon and I'm mm-hmm. like you know this might be a way for the symphony to raise money you know have a Patreon account and I was like we do it you know I have a podcast and we do it and he's like well what's your podcast about and I'm like well it's about this old computer and uh, immediately I I, I just th- I anticipate the blank stare that is sure to come when I say Amiga mm-hmm. and that person just it just the glaze we get over. that a lot yeah. Though. yeah yeah but when I say it's about the Amiga he says oh I was really more of an ST guy oh and I went. Holy smokes! That's that's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. And so of course I hit him in the face and walked out. Mm-hmm. Being an ST guy, but uh, but he um, yeah he's uh, he started out with an Atari 8-bit, mm-hmm. and he had a 130XE, and then he got the uh, like the 1040 or whatever ST thousand model that was. He is a music guy. Yeah, so that might explain. Might it be then, right. Might be. But uh, so anyway, that's does he the f- still have the ST? He says he does. He says he does, and uh, he said his his very first computer was a Vic 20. And so, uh, okay, he started off good. He? Yeah. But I, I think, I mean, he's not, I'd say he's probably close to your age, around, around there, you know, tread mid, dread mid, lightly mid, boat. Tread mid lightly 60s. boat. Um, but. Whoosh he's uh but yeah it was just cool to talk to somebody about the podcast and them to actually know anything about that scene was was very pleasant and so we got into talking about bbss and stuff and he was all up he's in old that school. scene yeah yeah so
1: great that's awesome yeah so you know he, i would like to offer some uh, first person feedback as well okay what the hell is this well
0: i put this back here strictly to annoy you this is mission the- accomplished <laughs> um I had to remove my TV because I'm doing some work on my Wii, and I—that I, sounds worse than it is. Um, say no more. Say no more. I, um, we, uh, the issue is, as you know, when you're doing some hacky hacky on the Wii, you got to do some transferring between. An put SD it like guard. that. <laughs> and 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 you, you got you're taking an SD card, putting it from your computer into the Wii back and forth. It's kind of a hassle when your TV is in an entertainment center. So I just yanked it out of the entertainment center and put it over there by the mm-hmm. computer. And that fixed the problem. Well, it allowed me to do what I wanted to do easier, mm-hmm. but it left this gaping hole here. And I said, what better to fill this gaping hole with on an Amiga podcast than a Macintosh Plus, one of its main competitors? From I'll just the time say period. that for the
1: folks that on the that are listening on the podcast and not watching. I walked down here, and I literally... There was an audible groan and gasp simultaneous when I walked in and saw this thing sitting here. I was appalled, and I'm still appalled. So we'll worry about that later, but we'll have to deal with it for now. But uh, it, you do have some other nice things here. You've got your NES and your Atari. Yeah. Is this the 7800? Yes, and, yes. And then you've got... Um, I don't know what that. What is that? That's a a PlayStation Three, Aaron. Oh, oh, I can't see the, I can't
0: see the back end of it, dude. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I figure the, I think I'm going to leave the TV over there actually, and each week I'll fill this, uh, this area with different retro gaming goodies. I see, I see. That's the plan.
1: What a, what a, what a move.
0: Yeah, Uh, we did get some other. uh, Well, it's not really feedback. We got mailbag. Mailbag. All right, mailbag me. We got a. Let's start, we'll start with this card.
1: Okay. So I'll let you open that. Oh, okay. Look at that. Ace Spirits. Okay. it's a good start. It's a card from Ace Spirits, 8 It says, to John and Aaron, enjoy these as a token of my appreciation. All the best from Graham in Australia. And oh, we know mm-hmm. Graham, Graham Webkey, Webke. Webke. So and, what did, and, uh, and there is a Graham is very generous. Every yes, yes. Great, now generous. I did I did
0: open these slightly to make them easier to open on uh-huh. air, but I'm going to pass them to you sight oh, unseen. Okay. So here is the first one.
1: Oh, there's more than one. Oh my, Graham! Goodness gracious! So this Graham has sent us a bottle. Of, uh this is 10 year old single barrel Kentucky straight bottled in bond bourbon whiskey. I'm not, uh, you know, being that I work in Kentucky and I love bourbon, I've never heard of this brand. Me neither. Me neither. Because it's probably too high a dollar for a a schlep, such as myself. It's got a little hundred, hundred proof, it looks like a hundred dollar bill over uh, over the top. It's
0: very nice looking. And you know when it comes with one of these little booklets attached yeah. to it, you know, it's, it's good stuff.
1: That is top, that's literally top shelf. Yeah, yeah. I will uh, mm, indulge. In fact, <laughs> I have a free evening tonight, so that may be on the cards. Yeah, so, and oh, uh, for, nice. for our
0: Patreon uh Supporters, stay tuned after the show. We're doing a post show instead of a pre show, tasting where we will imbibe a little bit of you know. We were talking about this
1: before the show started. We usually do a a pre show, they've been getting kind of long because I've been real, I don't know, chatty this month or irritated. And We've both got a lot of stuff going on. Plus, you just get us together, it's just blah blah blah, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it makes more sense to do a post show, and I I don't know, maybe you thought about it, but it had never occurred to me because usually people are waiting for the show to start. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they enjoy the... I guess they like watching it, but it still makes more sense to do it after yeah, the show. Yeah, that way,
0: if you just want to get in for the show, you can yeah. get out. But if you want to stick around and, yeah, and, and you to like, us. Man, would
1: you just get to the game? Or like, <laughs> well, Bo, what would you do about your lawn this week? And you're like, well, I got me a new mower. Not
0: that good. <laughs> yeah, that's actual post-show um, <laughs> talk right there. All right, here is the next
1: He got bottle. his two bottle, Big bottle. That's another. God all right, Talk about bum cakes. About that. My there girl's go. got them. Now this has got, this has got uh, the melted wax. Mm-hmm. Now this, oh wow, this is a 2009 Evan Williams. Them I've heard of. More bourbon whiskey, single barrel. Have you ever had any Evan Williams? This no, is, I haven't. I know, and, I've never had this particular this might be type. The,
0: this might be one of the oldest bottles of bourbon I've ever seen. Yeah, this I is
1: mean. a. This is actually a bottle. The uh, year is labeled in the back. Mm-hmm. Hand labeled. Yeah. Yeah. Now that uh, um, this distillery, I've actually went past a few times, but I've never actually gotten to tour it. That you can tour all the distilleries. I don't sure. Know if you knew yeah, that. There,
0: there is a. You actually
1: get a passport, a little paper passport, That's and right. as
0: you tour around. It's been stamped. I've been on it's the, the Bourbon, Bourbon Trail. The Bourbon Trail. Yep.
1: That's right. And then this, they've taken a note from the uh, makers mark people. And they've mm-hmm. melted wax over that. Well, thank you again. Gosh, Graham, above and beyond, sir. Above well, it's not over yet.
0: It's not thank over yet. We got we got one more here, Grahamus.
1: He must know. He must think we're real heavy drinkers. This is
0: a this is a big we one. We are now.
1: Okay. Oh my! Pardon that sound, everybody. Okay. So what we've got here now this is out of my league. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Graham has. This is a huge bottle too. Yeah. Look at that! It looks like the label was burned. Mm-hmm. This is Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Have you ever had this before? Never, never. I have had cinnamon whiskey. And it is, it's bad times. I mean, <laughs> this stuff. If you're if you come out of the cold or something, mm-hmm. you're in business. You want to warm but up. But man, for some when of you're that. just like your average, if you're just like sitting here, it's like, hey, let's have some of this. You, you're in deep doo doo. Oh, and if you look, the the label's burned yeah, on the back because it's so hot. It's got the let's guy, pull that up for the the camera demon. There. It's like it, it's he's a, inside a, there. He's yeah. like the brother of the dude that stole Princess print from the uh, Ghouls and Ghosts game. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it looks like he's got the hair mm-hmm. going. He's like the wild brother. Well, Graham, I don't know what they even say about that except for thank you very much. Graham is a—he's a, he's a man among men, and not just because he got his booze. I, we talked to Graham off air, and he's a—he's just a real nice guy. He, he really he's is a real at his family to everybody down there, and uh, we do appreciate it, an yeah. a lot. All right, so why don't you hand
0: me those back, and we'll All put right. them back
1: in the box for right now. That's, so that this show's banned <laughs> from being on YouTube. We've noticed that anytime booze is involved in one of our little things, getting, we get in trouble with YouTube. Yeah. It's funny because we don't, ever, we never
0: drink it on the show. Um, well, except for uh, episode 100. Well, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I just
1: watched. I just watched the unreleased episode oh, 100 the other night. You don't want to watch that. That's I, no it's good. It's funny. Now, I want to I say something to you here because I watched this. I remember after we filmed it, I was like, holy smokes. And I went back and watched it. It wasn't nearly as bad as I remembered. It wasn't even close. So I don't know what that means. Well, that's I mean, good. I thought it was a It's like, man, this is a crazy time. I personally
0: have no memory of episode 100. I, I bet you
1: remember the post episode where you were. <laughs> yeah, you right. called me up. You're like, I want to die. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of crazy mail that this is something that this was i actually ordered this uh and uh there's a fellow on facebook uh on the amiga group which i've spoken about these guys many times and he sells calendars all right and last year i almost bought one and and, but didn't and then i ran out of time and he sells i think he sells i know he sells the amiga calendars he sells an arcade calendar and i believe he may sell like a Spectrum calendar or mm-hmm. something, I'm not 100% sure, but anyway, I picked this calendar up. It was, I, I paid too much money. I, to, the problem with buying these calendars when you're over here is that you the shipping is, is get you so I ended up paying like it's a lot of times it's more than the calendar itself. It was like it ended up being after everything was all said, that was like 28 bucks American, mm-hmm. which is a ludicrous amount of money for a calendar. And the shipping alone was almost five pounds. So I don't know what, what is five pounds, it's what about seven, eight bucks. Yeah. So there you go. But anyway, I thought we'd have a look at this. Thing. I have not even looked at it yet. So we're gonna look at this calendar and see what we think. Uh, I will say that the the fellow that prints these is a is a real nice guy. I've talked to him and in, in chat a couple times. He's a good guy. So hopefully, and I've, everyone says good things about these. And I know he sold a ton of them. So I thought we'd take a look. Now watch that not be what this is. This will be my centerfold <laughs> calendar. Whoops. Sorry everyone. If I can get it out of here. Ah, right, here we go. All now. Right. Right on the front there, it says Amiga Reload and it's got a picture of the disc. I'm holding this up. We'll flip through a few pages here and see what we think. It's it's a it's a ring bound. What are the, what do they call that kind of binding? Ring boat? binding. Okay, well there you go. Spiral bound. And then here's a here's a little note from the guy. I want you to flip through that bow while okay. I read this note here. Um, I'm hoping this fellow's name's in here because I can't remember off the top of my head. Um Yeah, the, this guy's name is uh, Martin Grundy. That's a great name. It is. Uh, Solomon Grundy's his brother. <laughs> and Born he, on a Monday. He included a uh, he included a nice note in here uh, about the, about the calendar, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. So he's got a, so how, what's neat look? about this is that it, it sort of follows the same
0: format as Kickstart, where it's the 2018 calendar, but every game in there is from
1: 1988. Kind of neat. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, one thing about these calendars is that I mean, even in the year range, you know, I got this to put in the arcade because I'm, I'm trying to get more Amiga-related stuff in there because mm-hmm. really all we've got is our little Amigos poster that is in there, and uh, yeah, these are nice. Boy, these look so good. Um, so this is my quest to get more Amiga content. I've been looking for Amiga posters. We talked to this a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if we mentioned on the actual show, but it's tough to find sh- posters and stuff that are just. About the Amiga, not or I'd like to get either something just about the various computers, or like you know, like like we have with the Atari we talked about, or something with a bunch of games on it that you know, like a uh, you know, like a magazine would have put out. Here are the top ten games for eighty for eighty for ninety two or whatever, Mm -hmm. and and so I'm not even sure that exists. So hey, there's a a career opportunity for somebody to uh, to go. Now the uh, we have the Amigos calendar. uh, plug plug that boat put together it's, and it's basically got our first what, 100 episodes mm-hmm. it's not really a calendar i'm though. not a calendar but a poster <laughs> yeah. excuse me uh and uh we need a calendar too. yeah but, but you... uh and it's pretty good i've got one i, I want to get the huge one i've got the smaller one right and uh that you got me and it's it's but it's pretty it's pretty awesome of course our little digitized faces are on there yeah
0: so. i'll i'll pop that up on the screen here so you can <laughs> but see. uh this is, uh, if you go over to uh, tpublic.com slash Amiga Tees, uh, you can see this is a uh, very zoomed out picture, but it's got every single one of our first hundred episodes suitable for framing.
1: And, and again, if you're interested in, and I am told this guy that I would mention him, so if you, if you haven't looked at the calendar, you think you might be interested in this, uh, he's on the uh, Amiga Facebook uh, group, the big one, just type in Amiga, it's the biggest one. And, again, his name is uh, Martin Grundy, and he's out of the U.K., I believe. So a lot easier for a lot of the listeners to uh, get something right. from
0: him. They might be able to just cycle over to his house and pick it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, anything interesting going on with you this week, well, in, in the land of... of uh, Craziness, computer wackiness, whatnot?
0: I think it's time to announce the winners of our Amiga quiz from last week.
1: Oh, this quiz beat me, beat me up real bad. So yes, it did. Are we going to hear the answers as well? Yeah. Um, so uh,
0: I'm going to read the question. I'm going to read your answer, and then I'll read and the f- real must answer. Must we perpetually <laughs> continue to uh, to make me look bad? So the first question, and, and this is by Darren Coles, by the way. Thank you, Darren, for submitting this quiz. The coal miner. Um He's uh, first question is, um, what members of which famous demo group went on to write pinball dreams? Okay, now I remember okay. I said far alight, yes. Um, and the correct answer was the silence, the silence, which there you go, hey, that's uh, what I should have said, just nothing. Okay, number two, <laughs> what year was the Amiga A600 released? You said 92. Uh huh, the real answer was 1992. All right, that one, that one, right. I finally got one, eh? Yeah. Uh, Question number three Which Amiga developer, after producing a very famous Amiga game for Psygnosis, went on to write Destruction Derby for the PlayStation? The correct answer your answer was nothing. Yeah. You didn't know.
1: Reflections. You know, it's funny because the sad thing is, I, well, it's not that sad. I, I got that uh, new PS2. I was fiddling with it, and the first game I loaded up and wanted to play was the ps2 destruction derby arenas mm. i love destruction derby mm-hmm. i thought that was a great game i had it on the playstation and the pc and the sequel and i thought that was one of the best car crunching racing games there was so i'm happy to see those guys live on yeah yeah
0: um number four how many hardware sprites does the amiga have you said zero the correct answer is eight <laughs>
1: there you go <laughs> What's and, hardware? I don't know.
0: <laughs> and finally, what company was the official distributor of Xcopy? That would be, there are two acceptable answers, Cache or, in the UK, Siren Software.
1: So Okay, so I, I didn't do too good is what you're saying. You
0: did not do too well.
1: I'm trying to turn this ringer off on this thing.
0: But uh, there were two people that wrote in with the correct answers. So they like got to, every
1: single one. That's true. Do you think they got it because they used their... Superior Intellect or was there some cheatery? There was
0: no cheatery. I've am met tons like, bam, of people. No, I mean, lightning honestly, recall. I mean, yeah. who, who were they? Uh, Scopey. Scopey. <laughs> and Paul Kitching. Paul, <laughs> Paul's... This guy, he's a machine, He man. is, For, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, congratulations, Scopey and Paul Kitching. Uh, please write in at Amigos at AmigosPodcast.com to claim your prize. Yes. Good job, fellas. Oh, and write in with your address. You need to put that in there so I can send it to you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we have one. Uh, we have a quiz for this coming week. We're no, gonna keep this ball rolling. No. This is you now. This is a one-question deal. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick three people. Uh, the the first three people that submit a correct answer between now and then, you will be able to win an Amigos magnet. Uh, the the question is, what game does the Amigos podcast theme come from? Even I don't know. Even I don't know. Did I ever tell you the story about how I found that that tune? No, you know, I don't think you have. So I knew I wanted to start with the Amiga, um, the Amiga commercial music, right? Because that's iconic. And then I just started looking on YouTube, and you know they have these like 14-hour Amiga music playlists, right? Right. And I was just scrubbing through that until I came across.
1: And I was like, "Hey, that sounds good. Let's put that in." And it's so it's funny because I've, I've, gosh, I've heard that song so many times, and I knew it was from some game, but I have no idea. Yes. I couldn't tell. You, so you don't know it's? So I, I don't would, know it either. So someone out there
0: knows, right? And so, but it'll be easy this to. Is Cole, Coles it, knows. Yeah, it'll, it'll be easy to uh, to catch because. Oh no, Cole's doesn't know. Nobody knows. But when somebody says, "I think it's *Cannon Fodder*," then I'll type in *Cannon Fodder* soundtrack and I'll listen to it. And so I'll
1: wait see. a minute, we're we're running a quiz here where nobody nobody knows the knows answer.
0: The answer. That's the kind of quiz we run. So I could enter a quiz. You sure could. I mean, you'd be wrong, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> you know, when do I get to ask you a bunch of humiliating questions? That's Never. A, someone send Aaron a quiz to get the boat. <laughs> Never do that. Yeah. Never send Aaron a yeah, quiz to get the Yeah, that. will
0: be fine. <laughs> All right. Um, and the last thing before we dive into the game, uh, we got a windfall of iTunes reviews uh, this this past uh, period you mean of time. More
1: since the last time we talked? Right, right. You're kidding me.
0: And so, uh, a windfall. I'd like to thank the following: uh, Dazzly, Creepy Dead Boy, <laughs> Lane Denson, Kim Tommy H, Matt Soft, Enved, and W H Fourth Law. I wonder who Kim Tommy
1: H might be. I don't be. know. And, and who, don't creepy, know. creepy dead, creepy dead. I'm going to ask Teresa if she knows about this guy. That's, uh, that's Maybe she's like, "Yeah, I love creepy dead." That's boy. more of a Tricia's and <laughs> history of the tri-state sort of, of, of affair. <laughs> You know, while we're going over all this paperwork before we get to the news, we should probably talk about the Amiga Amigos Challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Do you have that pull? Can you pull that I up over I can pull there? that up. Go ahead. And, yeah. So, for, to uh, uh, refresh everyone's memories, uh, we ran Amigo Challenge 4. Uh, the, uh, and, again, I want to give all the credit to brutal Barracuda, who got the ball and took the ball and ran with the ball in these Amigo Challenges. And so I have... Uh, taking the weekend off staggering around uh, like a lummox have you i have no the okay, video okay. will go up tomorrow so okay. what exactly
0: am i pulling up
1: here? oh the email i sent you that had oh the, okay yeah okay uh uh so we have uh, i finally gotten something put together and i will we will now read off uh the uh, winners of the of the or the everyone that participate we're gonna read everyone's name okay so, so let's start at the bottom now i want to explain the bottom okay uh uh we had a fellow, and our, it's our good buddy Daniel, or as I like to call him, the Rapid Fire Comment Machine from YouTube. Uh, he he uh, sent in a, a uh, playthrough uh, and didn't quite understand the rules, and I've talked to him on email, uh, but I figured I'd list him here anyway just because he did participate, and actually hit had a great game. But he used like a, his second man instead of his first man, and oh. that's, and so that was, so I had to, so he was sort of disqualified. And with his first man, ironically, he got no points. <laughs> so Daniel with no points, but uh, just a slight misunderstanding there. But he, I will say, he is way more skilled than uh, many of the next few <laughs> combatants here. So coming in uh, in in, in uh, I guess uh, so tenth place with the zero. That's Daniel. So now coming in ninth. With a score of fourteen thousand one hundred, the huckster Gary Hucker, Uh, Gary, one of the brain trust and a super genius, Uh, not his day. Uh, Coming in uh, eighth with a score of twenty three thousand one hundred, the boat, the boat. What happened, boat? I watched you play that game. We did horribly, boat. Okay. Uh, Number seven. We can't really go seven more. Like, Are you really going to run into everyone Yeah, every oh, one of like, them. Okay. Number seven, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. I thought I'd take my foot off the gas, but I didn't want to make the boat look too That's bad. True. It's true. I appreciate it. It's me with 26,300. Number five, Pixels at Dawn coming in, 5,100 or 5,1000 <laughs> even. Uh, a good effort. Uh, number four, you could say the name Chris Foles came in with a 50, 57,100 a fine score. Uh number 3 uh coming in at 71,600 Jason Warns. That's a pretty good score, isn't it? It is. And number 2, and I honestly thought these I, they couldn't I didn't think these scores were achievable. Uh number 3 at 94,600 on one man, the first man. That's incredible. Laurent Giroux, pretty good score, yeah. pretty darn good score. Now coming in at number two, this would be the winner nine times out of ten. Can you read read the name there? So for this me. is Chris Hassel, and this is read the score because I'm blind. Okay, it's 108,000.
0: 108,000. 108, That's almost points. double my score.
1: That's amazing, yeah. isn't it? But number one, this man can do it all. He can do it all. Coming at number one with a massive score of three hundred and forty-one thousand eight hundred. That's unbelievable. And the funny thing is, I watched his playthrough, and the only way he died was he at the end he he walked into a hole, <laughs> so it killed him. <laughs> the one, the only. Despite the fact there are many. Paul Kitching, he's done it again, folks. He
0: won the he won the quiz. He won and he the, won the challenge.
1: He's a man of action, a renaissance man, all knowing, all seeing. So, congratulations, Paul! <laughs> I guess you win two magnets
0: from Hawaii. <laughs> Paul actually wrote in and said, "Just in case I win the challenge, he only wants one magnet." <laughs> oh, so, I see.
1: Well, uh, Chris I think Hassel- Paul had a good uh, a good uh, uh, not thought that he was going to win this thing. Chris, uh, you are, uh, I believe,
0: you're actually in the chat right now. Uh, you are, you have won, uh, second place, which is first place since Paul has abdicated the prize. That is uh, very noble. Send in a, uh, an email with your address to amigos at amigos and we
1: will get you that magnet. It was a it was a, a, a heck of an effort. Yeah. Uh. So, but anyway, it went well. Really, the hardest part of this challenge, it w- everything went smoothly until I got to the point where I had to make a video and decipher all these scores, and so uh, that was not the easiest <laughs> thing I've ever done. But, and I, I will say, my video is nowhere in the same ballpark as Barracuda. But there you go. I'll have video. Video should be out when this show comes out. Awesome. Looking forward to seeing it.
0: Okay, Aaron. It's time to dive right into Amiga News.
1: All right. There was you know there was not a ton of news this week. Uh, but uh, we'll go over what we found. Um, <coughs> Chris Folds, and I think you also pointed this out, uh, mentioned uh, that uh, the latest installment of the of uh, history of Amiga part eleven. Has been released on Arstech. Have you have you looked at this yet? Now
0: this is probably this this is the I'd never heard of the Amigo when this art when the, do you know when this run started? It, this was, first know, it was I know I never you showed it to me years. ago. It was ago. like before I'd even met you in person. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's one is, of the first
1: things you were like, hey, look at this. And it I was, was like oh,
0: 2007 or yeah, 2008. This it's been around forever. Yeah, and so this is part 11, and this to me this is the stuff that's really interesting because I don't really know anything about the SCOM era. This Amigo. is the
1: real 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 depressing. Stuff where they were picking over the bones of Amiga, right? Uh, and Gateway was in there, and Scom. I believe it or not, I had an Scom. I had one of their four thousands. That's one of the ones that got sold. Uh, and uh, uh, but yeah, this was as an, someone who was living this uh, when it happened. Man, it was depressing when when that stuff was going on because you just waited for news and hoped something good would happen. And every time there was a little glimmer of light, they ended up dropping the ball. You know, mm-hmm. and then when Gateway bought them and they put. They put that monstrosity, which is uh <laughs> the walker, that the walker, which is uh, some sort of I don't know what it looks like a, a vacuum cleaner that got cut in half. <laughs> yeah. uh, but man, oh, that whole era is depressing, uh, yeah. very depressing. So anyway, if you want to get depressed, have a look at uh, have a look at that. Um, Amiga J, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, has come out with another. Uh, Mega Collection for the CD32. This time around, it was a puzzle collection, mm. and let me tell you something. They put so I couldn't name all these if I wanted to. It's like a million puzzle games on here. Uh, so if you're into puzzle stuff, including some PD stuff, so I mean this is a they didn't screw around this one. This is a massive collection of puzzles. I don't know if you looked over what all was on there, but it's a ton oh, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So if you're if that's your bag, uh, hop on over and have a look at that. Um, I think pretty much everything else that came out this week was site stuff. Uh, we uh, we can go over that real quick if you want me to go okay, over that. yeah, too. go ahead. Um, so you've got to, we've got something. Uh, excuse me, we got something here the, the dream catcher which I haven't got to read this yet, actually. Uh, he he's put out a uh, well, actually he put out a couple environmentally safe items this week, uh, but we'll get to those in a minute. But he his, he put a new article on unfinished business. What well, can you tell us what this was on? Yeah, like? so
0: this is another installment in Dreamcatch's series on unfinished games, and so this is not strictly an Amiga only affair, um, but it's fascinating to see the stories behind all of these games and why they never actually came out. Um, and some of these are just real stinkers. There's, there's, there's some really bad licensed games in here, but also some games that seemed like they, they might have had a future had they come out. And, again, he dives deep and, uh, you know, goes straight to the source for a lot of this stuff. And it's so g- Game it's, called got Atrophy. <laughs>
1: It's probably, probably. Or something like that to die. It's sort of funny. Yeah, entropy <laughs> set in. It's a self-fulfilling pro- yeah. prophecy. Um, so yeah,
0: make sure you check that out. You know, Dreamcatcher's his normal genius self with his yeah. long-form articles.
1: Uh, he also put out while we're talking about the man, he put out a. He basically put out a couple quiz. I think it was the quiz, uh, the quiz he sent in for the Christmas show. Which I don't believe we got to all that. We didn't. We didn't get to all of them. Look, if we, I've
0: got a better idea. If, if if he does something similar this year, how we can not uh, screw him over like we did last year. We can keep
1: and, Graham's uh, gifts away. Right. That's probably number <laughs> the, the
0: number one way to make sure all this stuff happens. But I love these cards, and I've actually contemplated, you know, what if what if we took this art and that we made some of these, you know, our official amigos Christmas cards. Yeah, and what
1: Boats look at here is some beautiful like uh, cards that uh, he made with. Uh, Dreamcatcher made with Amiga graphics mm-hmm. and um, kind of intermingled with Chris- classic Christmas card themes, you know, angels and reindeer and whatnot. And they're, they're beautiful. I get, and as I recall, the quiz was to name of the screenshots, right. right? Right. And I remember doing about, I uh, probably we did a third, or maybe maybe we got to a half of I them. I don't think we came to where we did finish. That. Yeah, we had so much going on that night, and then it went, it went off the cliff. I mean, so quickly <laughs> that we just. Didn't and then we did the other show that was 100. So we really have done. What are we on? What episode is this? 119. 120. So we're sort of like on 121, sort of. Right, right. Except that one episode is like the lost episode. When we put out the DVD, that'll be like the. You have to, you <laughs> have to go to the tracks. bonus menu yeah. to find that <laughs> one. Um, Let me see. Oh, he also put out another uh, another quiz here. Let me find the other one here. I'm trying like what it what it, what the story was with it. Am I nuts? He did put out two quizzes. Yeah. yeah. What's the What's the scoop on the other one? So this one is you're not the game you
0: think you are, and it has the 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 rules on this are okay. You've got to get you got to ignore the cameo, and so there's going to be w- one character that you think you'll know in here. For example, here's Batman, but this is not a Batman. Game I yet.
1: remember that we did this once. It was this This was another. I uh, think
0: this might have been from the hundredth episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I remember this. This is where this is where things were starting to go off the yeah, rails for yeah, me personally. Yeah, that's the one. where. So the first yeah.
1: one was just too full. This is right. the one where we went off the rails. Right. But it was, uh, the, again, his work, it, it, visual work is, yeah. is, is quite good. It's, it's
0: amazing. It's amazing.
1: Um, we had uh, one... Video that went up this week, uh, the me and the boat man got together. It was the last Sunday boat we recorded a bunch of those, mm-hmm. and uh, so the first thing I stuck up. It's funny because we recorded a bunch of stuff, and then we decided that we're going to make episodes out of some of because we liked them. So, yeah, or we I don't know if we liked them so much we were entertained by them. Right, but anyway, so we went ahead and gave uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles the arcade a, a shot, and we've and we've stuck that up. Uh, our play through it and by the way just for fun because Bo was killing this game we were playing I mean just killing it beating it like a dog mm-hmm. and I went not looked because he was like man the, the NES version so much more awesome so much better looking I had a look at the NES version uh, I don't agree with you on that now I didn't play it it may play better but from a visual standpoint I don't think it's that much better if at all well
0: I mean yeah I would I would I think, I you, were, I think
1: I, you had the rose
0: tinted helmet on I mean that, that that might be true to some extent but I, I would be very surprised playability-wise if this... Because this game doesn't look bad. You're right. I mean, this... The, and it didn't
1: play... I mean, granted, it didn't it, play great. It doesn't... Yeah. This game's got a rep for um, being a sort of a half-hearted effort. Right. And I would say that's a, an appropriate rep. Yeah. Because it's a half-hearted effort. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about yeah. that.
0: But we've got a lot more Amiga stuff now in the can that's going to be making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's funny. I was... And this is just slightly off subject before we get into this week's game. But I was... I don't know why, but I was going through old episodes of ours that were on YouTube. We've gotten a bunch of comments on these that I have never even responded to from back in the day. So I'm trying to go back through and, and go and, and go through them. But we had a comment from a guy named, uh, we've talked before, Amiga Love. And I've talked mm-hmm. about his, I think his forum. He was telling me that um, he met a guy here in West Virginia that had like a treasure trove of Amiga stuff. Did you see that note? No. No. Yeah, so I'm going to do my best to get hold of this guy. Wow. Because this but it was quite quite a uh, interesting Is he local note.
0: local in West Virginia. I don't know
1: exactly where he's mm. at, but it's all local as far as I'm That's concerned, true. you know. Uh, but uh, so that was kind of neat but we we got a, there's a bunch of people that have, every once in a while we'll send us comments on one of these old episodes and i noticed here recently like viewership has picked up on our older stuff i don't know what that means it's the long tail yeah is that i don't know what that means either the long tail yeah, you never read
0: that book the long no, tail no i never read that <laughs> it's the reason why amazon is the biggest retailer in the world it's cuz like they you if your stuff stays out there for long enough, sooner or later it'll find it audience. Oh yeah,
1: well, I guess if we finally found a couple guys in, so between that and the iTunes interview, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. We're still on a, on a positive track. Oh, one last thing: I recorded an Amigos play last week that I tr- this week that I trashed. Uh, it, I played a game called Turbo Tracks. Have you ever heard of this? No, I don't think so. The reason I played it because we had played something a couple weeks ago that had mentioned that Turbo Tracks is one of the games they made, and I thought I'm going to give this a shot. It's a it's a top down uh, it's sort of like micro machines all right um, I was so bad at it that I was I couldn't even hardly get it I, I was horrible so if anyone plus played turbo tracks I was listening to this it could give me a hint on what I'm doing wrong I just can't keep the durations just leave me behind. I mean, it's like playing micro machines where everyone else has turbo and you just have nothing and you just hmm. get killed. I was like, man, what am I doing wrong? So, if anyone's got any uh, information about Turbo tracks or played Deck, because it looked like a pretty decent game, and I started to do something with it, and I was like, man, this is just, I can't put this out. I'm getting, I'll look like a jackass. <laughs> we don't want that, do we? So. That's pretty much all i got. Did you do any anything Amiga-related this week you want um, to touch on? Nothing Amiga-related. Uh, we
0: started a new Friday Free For All. It's back after a short hiatus. I
1: saw, I, I saw that. Um, yeah, tell, tell and, people about uh, so, that. So uh,
0: I am slowly making my way through Super Metroid. And uh, if you're if you're in with us for the long haul this evening, after the show, after the post show, after Aaron goes home, I'm gonna be uh, busting out uh, Friday Free for All again, and we'll we'll play some more Super Metroid.
1: We don't talk about our uh, non-Amiga retro stuff very often, uh, but uh, we occasionally we'll, we'll play some, we'll go outside the box and try some different stuff because we're sort of we try to get a little bit of everything in. You know, you gotta you gotta yeah. you gotta, and so. Boats. Want, now you're going to go through a lot of your old black box. That not right, that the plan? Right. So
0: uh, if you also want to check out the YouTube channel, I'm slowly working my way through uh, my collection of black box NES games. His um, complete collection, right? I mean, you've I've got long. almost all of them. What are you missing? I'm missing uh, Big Box Stack Up, which is like a $500. I've never game. Heard of that one? Either. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of the Rob games. Oh, I see. Um, and I'm also missing um, Donkey Kong Junior Math, which you, is the do, rarest. Do you
1: have a, a, a Rob?
0: No, I've never owned a Rob. Really? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, but I did find this poster, and uh, when I was playing through Clu-Clu Land and oh this boy, is yeah. uh, this was this this came with the original run of uh, NES titles. These were only black box games. Uh, the Nintendo game plan. It's got Rob's face down there. And so, Aaron, I want to give this to you to put oh up boy. at Amigo Studios East. Thanks, man. No problem. This will go
1: great with my calendar. I also ordered a new shelf for Amigo Studios East uh, just the other day. It's a it's a fifty foot a fifty. Foot. Oh my gosh! It's a fifty-foot tall shelf. <laughs> it's going <gonna laughs> to cut a hole in the roof. <laughs> no, it's a fifty-four inches tall, and it's a little bit wider than what I've got there now. So it should provide uh, more space for my various things. Because I like to have everything out there all the time. Yeah. I'm oh yeah. I'm a greed man. I got to have it. Plus, I just added a PS2 to the, to the family this week, so I've been working on that a little bit. So, me and the kids sat down and played a crapload of. Uh, of uh, a Dreamcast and PS2 games the last couple nights, and then late last night, that's when I got my Amiga fix in with some, some. Uh, Luke likes the Amiga, but it, we I don't like to play, the, I like to actually play the legitimate Amiga, and it's mm-hmm. in my, it's in the building, we weren't out there, so we've been playing some other stuff, but yep, so I've got a little bit of everything in this week. Awesome, awesome. Winter time, that's when the gaming starts, that's right? That's right, hot stove action. Speaking of gaming, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready for this one, so... We're gonna get into it here, y'all. Let me just knock everything down. Where's my Where's my koozie at? I don't know. Where'd you put it last week? I don't know, man. That That thing came from Australia. Another. That's it's, an- it's right over there that's on the another table. Another uh, lovely, uh, uh thing. Uh, I think Graham sit down.
0: I think if you sit it on, continue to sit it on your phone. That's kind of a soft cushion.
1: Yeah, but man, what if it leaks, eh? So, we're gonna talk about. We've got this listed as F one. All right. Now, this is a funny backstory. Before we get to the episode. A couple weeks ago, actually, it was right before the Top Banana episode, I was like, hey, Boat, we should do a racing game, and I found a real good game, all right? Right. And it was, a, it was, I believe it was a MicroPro F1 game, all right? And I was like, I, was, I sent this over. So, when me and Boat sat down to look at these games, we picked another racing game. It's not the one <laughs> I had chosen. We picked uh, F1 from DoMark, <clears throat> and so... I thought, well, heck, one's as good as another. We'll give this one a shot. So, uh, that's the basis. This is how we pick things. That's it's, so
0: funny. I had no idea yeah, that was the yeah. case. So, you were thinking of the Micro Pros F1 game this that's, whole time.
1: that's, well, no, not this whole time, but up until we, when we played that last week, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this will uh, be fine. And then I, but I went home, and I was like, that's not the one I picked. And I oh. looked, and I was like, oh, what the heck is this? So, with that, but I'm actually glad we picked this because this is a pretty interesting game. So, yeah. The story of F1 on the Amiga, you, you have to go way back, Bo. You can't just start with that one. Because this we're actually going to look at three games today uh, that make up the F1 family in a weird way. So, the first thing we're going to look at is a game called Vroom. Now, I had heard of this game only because I believe it was... It was one of the brain trusts that may have been Folds, but I can't hold me up. Someone has played Vroom. I, I, the, uh, one of our people have played it, and, there's, and it's a uh, Migos play. Huh. So that's the first place I heard of it. And in fact, maybe it's somebody in the chat room. Uh, uh, I was like, oh, Vroom, there it is. Who, who did that? That would be you. No. Oh, no, it's Chris Folds. Chris Folds. Chris Folds. Mm-hmm. Chris Folds played this a while back, and I remember seeing I was like, man, that's pretty interesting looking game so little did i know we would end up being uh, in a weird way covering it so um back in the day there was a fellow named uh, dan McCrae. okay he's still around so I'm gonna keep <laughs> that and this guy I, I first of all i want to pitch there's a great documentary on youtube about this whole series uh,
0: really?
1: and so yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a 25 minute documentary but it's it's
0: so it, turn this podcast off now well no but here's... it
1: doesn't it doesn't really flesh out a lot of stuff that so we're gonna really get in there <laughs> But anyway, McCray talks about it. Him, he was he fell in love with a game, Atari classic called Pole Position. You remember oh, Pole oh, Position, yeah. right? Um, and so he had in his mind that he was going to make Pole Position. Mm-hmm. So he got his computer, now let me ask you, if you ever heard of this computer? Uh, he he had a and he did his very first version of Room on a Sinclair QL.
0: That was the machine. That was the. It was the failed successor of the Spectrum.
1: Yeah, yes. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was uh, launched in '84, mm-hmm. and it was an upper end counterpart to the ZX Spectrum. I, now, I, if, have we ever even talked about the QL? I don't well, have...
0: it's it, you know we've never really had reason to, but it's sort of it sort of parallels the Amiga in, in some interesting ways in that, you know, the Spectrum continued to sell leaps and bounds more right. than the QL and I, I
1: mean, it's funny because I looked at the, the his game on the QL, and, and for something that was, I mean, this thing predated the Amiga by a couple years, but, I mean, it was supposed to be, like, a really big deal, and it, it looked okay. It didn't look great. But here's a little tidbit below. You know what QL stands for? No. Quantum Leap. Because it was a Quantum Leap. That oh sounds only a Sinclair, and you put this strap that on the end of it. So anyway, yeah, the QL didn't catch on. I had to look up the QL. I was like, <laughs> so, so this fella released this game. He did the, he did everything on it. All right, he was the one man show. Hilariously, when it was released, they screwed up the the, the uh, box, and so the box is a save room. It says room W R O O. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you look, how can you make that mistake? If you look around the net and you find the uh, the. Uh, QL version of this it'll say room on it this guy's French by the way so maybe that's how they spell it in France that's not no. so anyways uh, and by the way the name room what do you think that comes from the sound of the engine that's right and also it was it was in a French comic book mm. so it was a double double trouble there on on now on and so he said you know I've got this Q. have got the QL version here we need to crank this sucker up to a proper version he knew he couldn't do it alone, so he had to basically form an outfit. And he formed an outfit with some of his buddies and they called and they called it Lankor. L-A-N-K-H-O-R.
0: Now, what's the story behind that name?
1: Listen, you I don't have all the answers, uh. pal. You
0: know <laughs> you, I mean, you don't have to tell me that Vroom comes from the sound of an engine. I want to
1: know the story behind Lankor. Yeah, now Lankor, <laughs> just to, we're going to go we're going to take this a step at a time because you sort okay. of need to know what's going sure. on. So Lankor French video game company. Now, the first thing they put out uh, was an uh, was a game called Mortville Manor. Mm. Right? This game is a game of some re- repute, and because uh, according to Wiki, and according to the, their own website, this was the first video game to feature speech, speech synthesis during gameplay. Now, I don't know about that, but that's what they say. That's mm. the pitch. And this game was... was apparently quite popular, it has a following, right? Uh, And it came out in 87, so this is a pretty old game, uh, you know, when you look at it. So anyway, so this this outfit, uh, they milled around for a while before they actually got to the F1, uh, uh, the first F, or excuse me, to Vroom. Uh, Like I said, Vroom, uh, the game for the Amiga, actually it was ported over from the ST, which is where they went first, okay? So... This game is, and and from what I've read, it's a straight up exact duplicate of the ST version. It came out in nineteen ninety two, so the that, that so you're talking about five year jump from the original room from the uh, from the QL to this one. So, uh, and Dan McCray brought on some people to help him, and and that's and that's how and that's the company, right? So, uh, room it came on one disc again. It came out in ninety two, and it was it was. Published and developed by Lanker. so then this this is one of the instances where they published their own game. Okay? Well,
0: I'm looking at the uh, the QL version of uh, Room now, and uh, it is definitely not as colorful as the. That's Amiga. right,
1: but uh, clearly the QL has not the color palette of yeah. the, uh, that the Amiga has. But still, I mean, it looks. You can see if you move ahead to the uh, to the Amiga version, you can see the roots of it, and also you can see that they had. The, a lot of things that pole position had. Right. So effectively, right. They we're trying to, and I wouldn't call this a pole position clone, but it's, you know, they knew where they were. At. They knew what, where they were going. Um, <coughs> I, I watched an interview with this guy, and he's a real interesting cat because he he doesn't he he considers he's not a big gamer, and he's not really into computers, but he, he he's into to, uh, the computer program as an art form, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of neat. Yeah. You know? And he collects a lot of actual art. So. You know, French guy, he's in the art. He thinks this is his art. This is his baby, right? Um, so, again, this was based on the 1991 ST release, and it's also a part of a compilation called the Metallic Power compilation. Ooh. So Vroom was a pretty big hit when it came out, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and if you watch it, you can see why. It's very, very uh, smooth. And the way that they—the um, way it shows uh, topping hills— and and how it shows uh, curves and the elevations and stuff. It, it's really smooth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh yeah. It's almost hypnotic in a way. I, it's I don't think I've ever seen a, a game that did it quite like this. Mm-hmm. And I read and uh, during the uh, an interview with the guy, he was talking about how the uh, the amount of calculations involved to make it work, whereas it were astounding. And then the the uh, the principles of getting this whole thing compressed to fit on one disc because they didn't want to have to have two. It was. It's quite a fascinating uh, uh, interview with the guy, and it kind of gives you a little bit of insight into what it takes to really, I mean, we can complain about the graphics and blah, 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 well, this is, the, this is a control or whatever, but I mean, just the sheer, the, the, the mathematical prowess you have to have to put something like this together is unbelievable. And he also mentioned, this is a valid point, that he had no math coprocessor to work with when you do these games, and so, you know, that would relieve you of some of the pressure, but he didn't have that, so pretty, pretty interesting. So, when this game came out, it, it like I said, it got pretty good reviews. I'll go over a few here. Amiga Action gave it an 85. Uh, Amiga, Amiga Computer gave it 93. For, and Amiga Format gave it 91. Even Amiga Joker, and we know what they do, they gave it a 76. So, you know it must be pretty a super they, good yeah. game. Um, so, this game um, was so popular that they released, it, I believe it came originally with six tracks. And they released a second disc, a data disc, because they used to do that back in the day, uh, and it and added six more tracks. And then eventually, they released what was called Vroom, multiplayer. And Vroom multiplayer uh, uh, allowed you to play two people split screen, oh. simultaneous play. Okay. So, with that in mind, we're going to move on to F one. Okay. So, flash forward a year. Okay, Vroom is a pretty big hit, and it's, it's pretty popular. So, these guys go out and they get a, a, a li- an official license from the FIA Formula One uh, people to have featured real legitimate cars and legitimate racers. And that and, and so and this is actually the game I played the most, F1. Uh, again, this came out in '93, so this came out right after all this other stuff had, with Vroom had went down. Now, so what's different? Well, this this game features two player. It features two player split screen. It also features twelve tracks. What this is effectively is Vroom with a with like a slight coat of paint and a license, mm-hmm. and so that's what F1 is. And if you play Vroom and you play F1, they're pretty much the same engine but you've got the licensing now i don't know jack squat about f1 racing on a competitive level did you ever get into that at all no, no. it was never as big a deal over here as i guess it is overseas right. i know overseas f ones a lot more popular yeah and back in the day i think nigel mansell was a guy that was an mm-hmm. f1 driver and
0: i only know that because he was in a video
1: game well i, I remember seeing it i'm trying to think what, what's the big f1 race we've got over here well, the Indianapolis 500. That's what I thought. Is, the, but, the, but it's
0: not really F1, it's IndyCar, but it's the closest thing that we have to. No, F1. I
1: mean, don't we have a big F1 race in this country? No, I, we not do, really. but we don't remember. I can I know we do cuz I've watched them. Is TV. it the Coca-Cola 500? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I, I would I've heard some of these guys names, but I don't know who they are. Like I couldn't if you say if you lined up a bunch of them, it's a lot like the uh the pool players over there. It's like I could name like one or two now because of, only because we did the right. Jimmy, one game. <laughs> Jimmy White Jimmy <laughs> White. So anyway, Again, uh, this time Domark published it, which that's the difference. They didn't publish this one themselves. Domark was more than happy to sign on. Big, this is the they brought the big license in. Um, <coughs> so, again, these games were ECS OCS, uh, and again, this one had the two the split screen. Now, this one got ported uh, to uh, several machines. I should have mentioned that the uh, Vroom, like I said, it was on the ST. That's pretty much and with the ST and and. And the uh, and the original version; those were the ones that uh, those were the ones that were out there. This version got a lot more action. Uh, it had, of course, it had the Atari ST, which I'm guessing this is again just a port from the ST. They did a PC DOS uh, version. They did a Game Gear version. Oh, they did a Sega uh, Master System version, and they did a Genesis slash Mega Drive version. What do you think about that? Now, I read, also read that uh, um, the uh, the DOS version is was the only one that was really c- completely recoded for DOS. So now I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I watched some I watched some video of it. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty darn good actually. So that sadly, that might be the best one. I don't know, having not, not having played it, you never know how the controls are going to be. Um, Were there any um, wheel peripherals for PCs at this time that you can remember? Probably, because per, you know how peripherals are. They've always been around, right? Um, this game, and Vroom both did this, and this is sort of what they're kind of famous for, uh, is they offered... Remember that motorcycle game we played that had the mouse support? Yeah. This one does Hang that. On. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I played this game with the mouse, all right, and with a trackpad, and I was horrible. And everything I've read, people say that when you first start out, you're horrible, but if you stick to it, it's the only way you'll play these games, mm-hmm. all right, is with the mouse. hmm I, I was just not competent enough to do it uh, because it—and it, it, the one thing about this game, it's one of those games where you have to hold up for for uh, the gas pedal, and I, I never liked that. Which, and I couldn't figure out how to make it, the button be the mouse, but I always had to—and all these I had to hit up. And on the mouse, you have to sort of hold up or push forward, you know— it, picture the mouse i was playing in, of course i was playing in automatic mode. right and i'm assuming the button would switch your gears is what yeah. you would probably do is probably what it does in the other one. but anyway yeah, but be, having to push up with the mouse to accelerate well you don't you basically push up and hold you don't have to keep going up oh, you know what okay. i'm saying it's just like it's literally it's analog acceleration i see i see so uh and it's it's unique i mean in a lot of ways and it was i mean like i said I, i'm i'm working on it because i actually i played this game quite a lot so again, Dan McCray was back in the, on this one as well, along with you know some of the team guys and Royal. Really, most of these guys did not do much outside of their what they did at, at that Lancard did. Now, uh, to put it in perspective, just to read some of the stuff that they did. Uh, again, they did that Mortville Manor. We may have to look into that boat. If it's the first game with whatever speech, speech yeah. synthesis during gameplay, it didn't look bad. Um, I'm looking down the list of what they did. Of course, this is a French outfit, so a lot of the stuff we probably never would have never heard of. They did a game called Black Sect. I just like the name of that. Mm-hmm. They did Kawasaki Superbike, and apparently, uh, Kawasaki Superbike runs on the same engine as F1 World Championship Edition, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, and they did a game called Outzone. But most of these, I honestly don't. I'm not familiar with uh, you know ever playing or even hearing about them. So. But they you know and they unfortunately they went out of business uh and uh they're gone now so anyway flash forward here we are and we're playing uh f1 right straight up f1 so they got that license they, they poured this over the ports were pretty popular and it did pretty well uh um it did it did okay in the in the ratings as well which you'd think it would do just as well right uh, and it did, for the most part, because it's basically the same game. So you've got uh, 88% from Amiga Computing, and then Amiga Format gave it 90%. Amiga Power, 90%. These are good scores. 80, anything above 80 is a good score. Anything in the 90s is real good, because you know how strict some of these magazines were. So this was a pretty popular game. Uh, so, have you played Vroom or this at all? Did you just, no, you just I played only played... One? That's, and that's what we planned, but I thought I just right. thought I'd ask. I only so, played championship. You know, so we're going to go to that one now. So flash forward. So this has been another success. Now we're in 1995. So so keeping in mind, uh, the last game came out in in 93. So we went 92, 93. Now we're in 95. Now this is where it gets a little fuzzy. Um, Dome marks again publishing the new game. The new game is F1 World Championship Edition. Okay. Um, the uh but we've got a new developer okay i tried like gangbusters to figure out what had happened here to uh, in terms of why they went with a new developer because um uh, you know the uh the lancor guys were still around all right but they went with a new developer and it's, and pretty much a new team like it's not like uh the one guy just kind of skipped over to the new no, it's, a, it's a whole new outfit, okay. So the new outfit is called Peak Star. Now we've ran into Peak Star. It's funny they keep popping up for us. And again, they did Moonshine Races, which we've heard of. They did Sooty and Sweep, but they also did Road Rash, right? And they did the Thomas Games. Wow. Okay. Okay. So they did they did some different stuff. Um, so this came out in '95. This was a, a two player simultaneous again. Uh, it came on a, a one disc and. Uh, it's, you know, ECS, OCS, nothing, nothing really that much has changed. And this had a conversion over to the, to the uh, Mega Drive, okay? So, when you play this game after playing Vroom and playing F1, one thing that immediately hit me was, I mean, it looks more polished in terms of the menus uh, and, and whatnot, but when you actually go to play the game, the engine is wholly different. Mm. and not in a good way. Really? Um the uh um the frame rate is o- is okay, but the you know what you got used to it like I said with the with, with the hypnotic uh, rising and falling of the road uh, and and the way it scrolled, it was much smoother, a much smoother game uh, than the new game. The new game, it doesn't seem to change levels like the old one. Um it when you When you hit something in this, you just sort of stop, and it's just it's in the old games you stopped, and it was sort of abrupt. But in this one, it just it's the your the what stops you is seems the hit zone seems a little off to me. Um, And after playing the old other two, I just didn't like this one that much. Really, Um, I mean it's okay. It's I would say it's average. You know, maybe slightly above average, but it it, I didn't think it was as much fun to play. Mm. I didn't think the controls were as good either and i mean they do add some stuff this of course has all the tracks um and this one has like weather which is kind of neat weather effects i don't know, i don't think the other two had that i don't know if you ever got to play oh, yeah. when it was raining mm-hmm. or whatever sure. um they sort of flesh out i mean the graphics are more colorful you know they look a little sharper i think but i mean the uh i just didn't i just didn't like it that much and ter- after playing the other ones now Having not played the other ones, what did you give us your thoughts on this? Well,
0: it's interesting that you say that because I haven't played the other ones and I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Mm. Um, Maybe that's a signal to me to play the other ones because I'll like them even more. But uh, I thought that the. I was kind of entranced by that same sort of hypnotic effect. Now, you are right. Just from watching the video that we've been watching of the other two games, this does not have the level changes, the el- changes in elevation.
1: Right, and I played, I went through a whole circuit on this. I tried all the different tracks because mm-hmm. I thought maybe they just saved it. But really, I mean, it's, and even the curves, it just doesn't, it doesn't look like the other one. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like the other one. which
0: makes sense because it's developed by another outfit. Right. So, go ahead. Um, But uh, one of the things that I really liked about this game is the sound design. I thought that it did a great job of, when you had somebody behind you and they were coming in on you, Mm -hmm. it almost was like a stereo separation thing where you could hear them in one channel and not the other. Yeah. Uh, It really put me in the the driver's seat. Um, I... Tend to prefer games where you have a third-person view of your car rather than a first-person view, but it didn't bother me on this one because I mean, really, your your hands in the middle, while they're neat, they they serve the same purpose as a car. Um, I like going to all the different locations. Uh, I played, you know. I think I played four or five locations. This is actually my playthrough that we're watching right now on the on the video because mm-hmm. there was no there were no long plays of this on the internet. Really? And so yeah, so I'll, I'll release you. this after the episode. Um, but uh, I like your little guys here when you choose because you know you can choose to give yourself less fuel, and I guess that will make you faster. Yeah. You know, and so there's there there's that 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 game that you play there too. And I tended
1: to run out of fuel a lot. On and I will say that. One of the things I did like about all of these, but the third, I like the third one in particular. I was the with well, the pit elements fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, it adds an element of strategy. It does. I mean, not knowing much about F one car, you know, I know it's got the the wing on the back, and you can you can choose the and this is all three of these have the you can set the wings high, yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, uh, it was fun to toy around with the. Uh, uh, the pit looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I, mean, I love I'll,
0: watching your little guys go in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think that's kind of neat. And I will say the 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 like uh, the menus on this. Also, the after race stuff really slick. Show, and, right. And after you qualify, it shows you where you are. Mm-hmm. It's very. It's it looks that part all looks good. And again, I don't want to be too hard on the actual game itself because the racing is. I mean, it's it's. Is it Lotus? No, but is it. Uh, a good effort yeah and in some ways i like this more than lotus because it's a deeper game it is it is deeper and one thing i don't like is and again this is games all have this in common is the the view of your car is kind of goofy mm-hmm. because i would hit stuff that i wouldn't think i was hitting right and i i could only think was well, my is my rear of my car hitting this or what's going on here uh the uh the learning curve, i stunk at this when i first started and then by the end of the week on especially well I played. it's funny I played this one the most but I played them all I was doing I'd gotten better at this one than probably the other ones I think this one's um I can't explain it I, really the other one's as hypnotic as it is and how nice it scrolls and everything I think it's probably a harder game yeah. That's that' to I me mean, it's worse it just means it's harder for well you know, i I to felt play. like this
0: was fair I felt like if you if you ran a good race and you you weren't Colliding with a lot of stuff, then you could win. But if you screw up and you start running into stuff, and for me, it was always once I hit one thing, I'd hit four or five things in a row.
1: Something I learned by reading the manual for this, and I mean this may be common knowledge, but I'm just going to throw it out there because it wasn't common to me. Uh, if you if you if you hit the caps lock, it will toggle the speed from between what you, from what it's running now. To, if you're on the 1200, I should say, it'll toggle it back down to the speed it was running on 500. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, which, I again, I, I read the documentation. I, I read, the they are pretty good. It's got a little... I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory what the stuff is. Mm-hmm. Championship mode, you know, and, and the different various degrees of difficulty. And uh, you can pick manual or automatic, mm-hmm. and you can have knockout races. I usually just pick the circuit. It'll let you pick the order you want to do the tracks, yeah. how many tracks. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty standard. I thought the menus were easy to get. Really, all the games... Uh, these were more beautiful, but none of the menus were difficult to navigate. Mm-hmm. That was never a problem. Yeah,
0: and that is a problem on some of these games. It mean,
1: is. So I like a straightforward approach where mm-hmm. you can just say, okay, here's what I want this, I don't want that. Two-player split screen. I didn't get to play with another player, but I did play with the, You could have the computer as a second player, and mm-hmm. I did do that a couple of times. You know, was, uh, That was kind of neat. I, I, most of the time I just played you know solo by myself. I was horrible. I never won a race. There were some races where I was contending, but inevitably I would screw up. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that I, this game feels like a proper race. The last game, I mean, uh, World Championship, it feels like a proper racing game. You're talking about the depth, and you're right. It, really, I like, the, it, I like what it tells you. Your, your tires are worn. Your fuel is low. You need to pit. And they're not joking, by the way. The second that crap comes, you better get your butt yeah. in the pit the next time right. it comes around, or you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, that's kind of neat. Uh, it lets you keep going, you know, even if you suck, mm-hmm. which is nice. I mean, not if you fail, you're not completely boned. So there's a lot of stuff to like, but I just personally, I preferred the other engine to this one, mm-hmm. and it, I I looked high and low to find because even in the documentary it mentions this game, but when you look it up, the the, the guy those guys didn't even do this game, which just part of the series. I don't know why they would have switched developers on that, mm-hmm. I, I, and that was and I couldn't find out why. I also could not find anything on Peakstar, and I've looked before when we did. Uh, uh, Road Rash, and I couldn't find anything on it either. I've looked all over the place trying to find something. Which is odd because
0: they did so many titles.
1: Well, they did. They did a couple big titles, you know, uh, that that you would think that they'd, but you know, I don't know. And it, I don't know what was going on there, but uh, they were they were tough to find. So um, I did a look at uh, on terms of the reviews of this one, and guess what? The reviews of this one weren't very good. Uh, Amiga Action sixty eight percent, Amiga Format seventy six. Uh, CU Amiga gave it an 80. The one gave it a 58. Oh wow! Uh, and and so you know it and, makes and,
0: you wonder what other titles had come out between that one, you know, F1 and F1 Championship Edition to kind of eclipse this style of game. I will
1: say this: after doing all, playing all three of these games, and what and I could not figure out because I played the games before. Actually, I knew they were in part of the same series. I usually do that when we do these. I couldn't figure out why this one felt so different. And I started looking, and when I, I started looking at the different layers. I wasn't the only one that thought that. I mean, comments up and down, like Lemon Amiga comments, and other people, most people did not like this. It's, it this reminds me very much of Lotus Three. Mm-hmm. This series peaked on the second one, and mm-hmm. a lot of people. And it's funny because me and you went back and played. I see that I don't, that was the episode you were on a sabbatical. I think when I did Lotus Three, but right. I, I actually learned to enjoy Lotus Three on its own merits. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's the best of this series, and this is sort of the same. I don't think this is a bad game. I enjoy it on its own merits, but I just think the second one was the was the superior game of the two. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh, but uh, you know, so but there, apparently the reviewers reflected that. So I went ahead and looked on eBay to see what these are going for. Uh, it's funny because I, I went I looked them all three up. So Vroom. Uh, if you're in Austria, you're in business. <laughs> but you better have, bring your bring your bring uh, your checkbook. 170 U.S. dollars shipped. Right now, you can go go get it. Uh, now the discs have went around uh, over in the U.K. for around 20 bucks U.S. That's just empty, no box. So, and that's all I could find on on Vroom. So F1, uh, the F1 game was going for. Um, 18 to 26 bucks shipped u.s you know and then the world championship game was similarly priced these are available right uh, so if you want them you can go get them and, and actually the box these are box prices so they're pretty reasonable vroom's the one it's going to cost you i didn't look up the uh q the uh, ql version vroom with the w uh it's probably going to be hard to come by the wager i mean that's that's probably a I would wager it's pretty rare, given mm-hmm. that. and I don't know if that computer stuff's compatible with other. Do you know? We don't know anything about that. Do we? No, do we know no, if it's no, compatible no, but, with other with any no. uh, other Sinclair? Computers? I don't think so.
0: I think that was another sort of death knell for the QL. Really? The, so yeah. Was...
1: So that one might be super duper rare. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, overall, you know, I'm not a big racing guy. You know, I like Arcade Racing, but I did love Pole Position, and I like Virtual Racing and stuff. And this—do
0: you was, really love Pole Position? Though? I
1: play the crap out of Pole Position, even to this day. I've got one of those joysticks you just plug into the TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that with the yeah, the, with that little spinny on the top, doodad yeah. on top. And yep, I, I, see, I, to I me, my, Pole
0: Position is one of those classics that it just hasn't stood the test. Well, of let me tell you something.
1: Pole Position Two is the one you want because it's got four. I think it's got multiple. It's got multiple tracks. <sighs> It's a little bit better. That's the one to get. Pole position one. I will say, uh, as an arcade owner, they're one of the toughest games to keep. They're working. They're breaking down yeah. all the time. Uh, Mark's got one, or he had one. It was broke all the time. So, but I mean, this game, it's fun, and I, you know, and it made me enjoy. I enjoyed both games. You know, Vroom the Vroom F ones and the F one World Championship. They're both good. They're actually, like I said, they're quite different though the, between the last two. It's a big difference to me. And, uh, you know, I would still play in both, so I guess I'll recommend all the games, frankly. You know, Broom, F1, and F1 Championship, I like them all.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, um, why don't we go ahead and start heading down the uh, the finishing up part of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know wow, what that Wow, you means. really, what was that? <laughs> Verbal ditch, though. Selling it, you know. Um, and so, um, what I thought we'd do this week, something a little different. Um, we've had songs the past couple weeks this time we're going to play a little word association game. Okay? I don't like this already. So, is just another thing
1: to make me look dumb. <laughs> no,
0: not at all. So, this is um I'm going to say a Patreon supporter and you're going to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind.
1: Oh, it's just, it's just a, some kind of psychological test. It's a word association game. All right, game. Let me, let's go. Okay. It. Okay. Now wait a minute, this could get me in trouble. Why? What if a guy, what if you p- mention a, a Patreon subscriber's name and I say, like, dog crap? Well, don't say dog crap. Well, I mean, crap. if it's the first thing that pops into my mind, that's what I'm going to say, right? Okay, well, I can't fault you for that. This is a bad idea. Go okay, ahead. here we go. Figgy, C-T-Z. Figgy? Figgy. I love Fig Newtons. Okay. So that's the first thing I think of. That's a right. good eating. Awesome. The Slow Norris. The Slow Norris. It's like a... Uh, uh, one of the Norse gods but he's kind of he's like the god of sloth, Okay. You know, big slow dumb guy. My kind of god. Uh Stefan Sorgard
0: Mortensen.
1: Um there's a uh there's an MMA fighter named uh Simi Schultz. I don't know why it makes me the name, it's a similarity. So Simi, similar good. name. Yeah. Is he a good fighter? Yeah, he was he was pretty good. He's pretty good. Hmm. What his was his okay. what was his finisher? Get knocked out. No, they don't it? really have
0: finishers in MMA, do yeah. they? Yeah.
1: Hit guy with hand. I guess that's his finisher. <laughs> Edvin Helland. Helen Back, you know? I don't know what that is. You know, go to Helen Back. Oh, one You ever watch it? the young ones? No. There's an episode where Rick wakes up with a girl, and, and her name's Helen Back. That's her name. Mm. So there you go. Okay, okay. How am I doing so far? Excellent. Blendo75. Blender. Blender. I think of a blender. Okay. Seventy-five blenders. Okay. John Marshall. John Marshall. I think of uh, some darn good Mexican food, and a guy. I've got a big box waiting for John right now. So yeah, I've been. We've been in cahoots while you you weren't around. (laughs) Christopher Hassel. Hassel. The Hassel. Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff, of course. I bet he hates that.
0: He he might not even know who Hasselhoff is. Also, you hassle me. You hassle
1: me a lot. That's true. I do. Ravi Abbott. Ravi. You know, I hate to say ravioli. I love that stuff. That's why I, every time I read his name, I get a little hungry. Okay. See, this is the stuff that people gonna be like, oh, cancel that. And I love Ravi. Chris Folds. Chris Folds. It's your high-pitched. Chris Folds. Th- That's all I can think of every time I hear his name. <laughs> Dreamcatcher. Dream catcher. I just think of a, of, a, of a tome the size of a phone book.
0: Right. I think about somebody hunched over a typewriter, just burned in the midnight Two oil. Two typewriters. he yeah.
1: got one on each hand. Yeah.
0: Or maybe like an organ where yeah. it's multi-level. Uh, Laurent Giroux. Oh,
1: man. Uh, it's got to be something. For, you know, uh, 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 French bread. French bread. You okay. Know, Makes sense like, since he's I Canadian. I love his name. Yeah. Oh, no, but he's French Canadian, clearly. Yeah
0: graham vebke booze booze of course no
1: actually when i think of graham i think of that little video he sent me of his uh, family opening it get the know they love those they love looking to the kroger ads that's what i think about (laughs) that was the (laughs) me and my family watched that we just we were were fixated on that (laughs) brent dowdy oh man dog (laughs) crap remember i told you see i knew it was gonna happen You now Brent. You know, Brent celebrated his—he turned forty. Yep. Uh, just this past Sunday. Happy forty to amigo Brent. Yeah, and and uh, and I told him I was like, listen, you know, most people when they get older, they get more crotchety. I was like, but in your case, you started out crotchety, and you're getting exponentially more crotchety every year. I was like, there's got to be a ceiling. And he said, Rarrr. that was his response. Lane Denson. Lane Denson. That sounds like a professional wrestler. No, it does. There was, a, there was a wrestler called Lenny Lane. Mm. So, you know, sort of, yeah. There was a guy named Sweet Stan Lane, too. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, how about Adam Battersby? Adam, you know, it reminds me of batter. And I mean like, like cake, a, batter? cake batter, yeah. Okay, okay. So, he's like a cook. Okay, probably true. O'Brien's Retro Inventage. Oh, man. It reminds me of a place I want to loot. <laughs> I was thinking of O'Brien because I was listening. To, you know, I'm a sad sucker. And I was listening to one of our old shows uh, the other day. And we were talking about O'Brien's. And uh, boy, he's been on board for a long time. And but I, like I said, I, he's on my Facebook, and I just like watching his crap fly by. So yeah, if we ever got up to to his place, I'd be get, I'd get a big box truck and a, and a box cutter and go in and take care oh, of yeah. him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We love you though, uh, Gary Hucker, the Huck. Man, I think about that uh, him blowing the up capacitors. That crap. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that was great. I love that. How I about, love the Huck. How about C. Brian Jones? C. Brian Jones? Mm-hmm. C. Brian Jones? What? See Brian Jones run, clever. You get what I'm saying? You see where I went there? I thought you were going to go stones. Me and see Brian Jones. That's one of my
0: favorite. I wrote that song. You wrote that? Yeah. About him? See, there's the singing
1: portion of the thing.
0: Paul Harrington. Oh yeah, you you wanted me to cut out your singing, and here you are volunteering. What singing? singing. You're singing of me and Mrs. Jones just now. You don't have to
1: cut that out. That was smooth. I know. know. I always encourage your singing. Oh yeah. Um, How about Paul Harrington? Um. You know, I, that name always reminds me of fish. Okay.
0: Just like fish, not the band. No. The band. I know you're like, a like big a, fish band. Like fan.
1: a big, a big like, uh, what do they call those big, um, what do they call those uh, big, huge, long fish that come out of the ocean? Swordfish? No, without the. Um, are they ma- Marlins? Ma- Marlins. That's okay. it. That's what it reminds me of. I don't know why. Marlin. I don't okay. have no idea. I can't, Mackie, you ask. That's the first thing I popped that popped into my head. Duncan Styles. Duncan Donuts. See, I would have gone Duncan Yo Yo. No, I'm a fat guy. Okay. So come on, you can't eat a yo-yo. I mean, I've tried. Allen kebab, shish kebabs, you know. Mhm. Or a dude with a big stick, you know. True. You know? True. Anthony Jarvis? Jarvis? Oh, I've got a good friend named Pat Jarvis, but in this case, I think of the computer from the Avengers Mansion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how about tapes from the crypt? Tapes from the crypt, I think of a guy who's in a bedroom that looks like my bedroom circa 1985. <laughs> His old VCRs and videotapes. What am I saying? Circa just two years ago. <laughs> just crazy toys and crap just laying everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he lives in a crypt full True. of tapes. True. That's where he lives.
0: Josh Nan.
1: The Nan. You know, the, um, it's almost like the man. True. So Josh is the man. Okay. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Will Williams. Will Williams, I, I think he's he's out in Jersey. I think of a guy that, man, I hope he's somewhere nice up there because moving from Denver, to New, I mean, having lived that, in New yeah, Jersey. That you know, sounds, sounds bad. But there actually, not to hose Jersey because there's some very beautiful areas including really the places where I was born. Expensive areas in Jersey. You know, yeah. But, uh, you know, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, how about Adam Bradley? The Brad? Um, well, you ever see Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh-huh. Okay, you remember Brad? Yeah. That's There you go. Okay. That's what I got. And he's uh, playing on the Clico Adam. Neil Mansell. Mansell. <laughs> see, I, <laughs> I, I can't go with my first <laughs> thought. The <My> first <laughs> thing I popped in my head, Charlie Manson. I don't know why.
0: Okay, there we go. There you go. First thought. You heard it here first, Neil. That's what he thinks about every time he also, looks at you Also, when I hear you the, the word slide.
1: Neil... I think, oh, well, heavy, from young ones. Neil. Remember Neil? He's a about, long-haired hippie. You don't think about Neil Diamond? No. That's always my first There's only one thought. Neil, and that's Neil the Diamond. Neil. Neil, this guy, and okay. the other Neil. Jonas Rulo. Jonas in the belly of the whale. Okay. Except that's Jonah, not Jonas. <laughs> Your theological knowledge continues that's right. to understand. No, I down. knew, well, hey, I corrected it, okay. you know, but that's what I think of. T.H.T. It sounds like a drug, you know, the stuff that's in uh, acid or no, right. in marijuana. Right. It's right. not that though. It's not that, but. What do, it do we like do, it. do? We ever determine what that stood for? T H T. Yeah. No. Well, write us in, man. Okay. Maybe you don't want to tell us. Yeah, T H T. Tell us what does it stand for?
0: Eric Nelson. Eric Charles Nelson Riley. Okay. Good, good choice. Yeah, on the on the match game. What is that? That's the theme that for the like match game. That's a theme. No, it doesn't. Well, it kind of
1: does, but. Yeah. Um, he was also in a, a tremendous episode of The X Files. Kim Tommy Humbertstad. Wow, I think of a dude with like a, a, a. There's a couple of guys that made me think of a big. Like in this case, it's a big. A guy with like a big mallet.
0: See, I think of like one of the world's strongest men. One of those guys yes. from yeah.
1: Like uh, what, what was that guy's name that that won it like a thousand yeah. years in a row? Lou Ferrigno. No, not Lou Ferrigno. You dipstick. <laughs> you know who I'm talking. I know who about. you're talking about. Keep about. going. Um, Daniel Bingston. The Bing, Bing Crosby. Okay. Remember They're bingo. Yeah. Uh, you ever, you were you ever seen, uh, the, uh, Ichabod Crane, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, uh-huh. the Disney, Disney version that he does? Mm-hmm. Tremendous. No one else could ever
0: pull that off like Bean Crosby. I mean, you know, I never even, until you said that, I had no idea that he was the guy.
1: Are you kidding me? Have you ever watched that? I've it's seen all it the like a singing billion and times. stuff in it. Yeah, but I never, I never What Who did realized? you think was singing all that? I just, don't they know. just got some random person. guy? Yeah. You're nuts. You're a music guy? Get out. Are you sure it's the Bringle?
0: Okay, Are I won't, you I won't question you. I'm
1: gonna go home and tell Teresa. She's gonna beat you. But we named our kid Ichabod, and your aunt or my this, kid. We
0: named our kid Ichabod. This is uh, this. This goes to what I what I posted in didn't Slack. Didn't tell you about right our kid today. Ichabod?
1: <laughs> um, brutal barracuda. Brutal barracuda. I love his little symbol. That's what I think of. You, yeah. know, you ever watch his video? Oh yeah, it's got the thing
0: falling in the water. It reminds me of
1: the fi- uh, the flying hellfish from The Simpsons. Remember that? No, I haven't. That was seen Grandpa's any. army uh, outfit. <laughs> How about uh, Darren Coles? The coal the coal miner, man.
0: Oh, yeah. We already went over If that. you're
1: a fan of Darren Coles, you're a coal miner.
0: Jason Warnes?
1: Warnes. Um, Warner Brothers. Okay. okay. You okay. know. Pixels at Dawn? Pixels at Dawn. It sounds like uh, some kind of bizarre duel, you know? Mm-hmm. you. Man, I don't know what that would entail. Maybe shooting some kind of weird laser gun or something. Pixels at Dawn. You can okay. shoot each other at dawn. And
0: finally, Kilbjorn
1: Bar. He's, you know, the one guy had the mallet. Kilburn barman has the axe. Yeah. And they're both wearing like fur you boots think, you, and you stuff. You picture Gimli, don't you? Just saying. No, no, he's no. This is a big guy. <laughs> big big fair haired dude with an axe and a cool hat with the horns on oh, it yeah. and stuff, and they're getting ready to get on the boat and go raid some poor suckers It's like a Molly hatchet cover. You know, when people hear our names, like we don't get nothing. Like what would you th- boat? You know what I think of? A boat. A boat. <laughs> And it's not a cool boat. It's like one of those little. It's like a one of those. Like boats. a dinghy. No, it's not that big. It's like a rowboat, but you got one oar, and you're just sitting there going in circles. That <laughs> sounds, what sounds like picture. my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, we also want to thank all you folks here in the chat. We had a pretty active chat here on Twitch. You can always watch us live. We record Friday nights, except when we don't, on twitchtv podcast. We want to give a shout out to Edvin Helland, Paul Kitching. Hasifa, Duncan Styles, Blendo seventy five, Creepy Dead Boy. Creepy Deadboy's in the house. He's in the house for the first Holy time. Holy smokes. Edvin Helen for the first time too. Graham Vebke. Man. Make sure you stick around, Graham. We're gonna we're gonna try some of your treats here yes. before too long. Pishbot, welcome back. Haven't seen you in a while. The pish. Uh Midgard seventy three, thanks for being here.
1: Wow, we do have a lot of uh, people in yeah. here. Yeah, so thank you all. I think we you learned a lesson. If we actually start when we're supposed to, people show up. <laughs> That's the damnedest thing. Who yeah. thunk it? Oh, and
0: Paul Harrington just started watching too. So, um, thanks everybody for uh, tuning in, and uh, I guess we'll we'll see you next week when we
1: do another show. You know um, what we should do next week? I've been pondering this. Okay. I have a suggestion. I'm going to suggest that you wanted to do. Okay. I'm going to make the suggestion you've been wanting to suggest. Okay. A theme park. Oh yeah i love theme park. A theme park i'm feeling you know we have a little extra time this week because mm-hmm. i know it's a little more involved yeah you know let's just do theme park that sounds great i'm just uh, i'm giving you a gift this is one of the few tile ty-
0: games that i played back in the day not on the amiga but on on pc but uh i've got some good memories wrapped up in this one i have no memories i know there's a jag version that's all i know all right sounds like a good idea um as always, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreoncom amigospodcast, and uh, you help keep the lights on here at Amigos Studios. There they are. There's the lights. They're on. So uh, thanks. Bugs up in those. There, it's, it's nasty. Don't look, don't look up there. Um, we'll see you next week, guys. Until then, adios. adios.